Hello, my friend. This is Clyde, the greatest and the best. Isaiah 40, 15 to 17 says, Behold, the nations are as a drop in a bucket and are counted as the small dust on the scales. Look, he lifts up the isles as a very little thing, and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor its beasts sufficient for a burnt offering. All nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted by him less than nothing and worthless. You have heard of G-O-A-T, a term that has come on the scene in recent times. It is an acronym that means greatest of all times. It is said that the term originated with the late American boxing legend, Muhammad Ali, that he used to describe himself. In later years, the word experts, especially those who write and revise dictionaries, started to study this term to see if it could be formally accepted. For thousands and thousands of years, there was just one standard meaning for the word G-O-A-T. It is a domesticated animal that is raised for its meat and milk. Over time, the acronym G-O-A-T has slowly become a word and the word has a new meaning. And in this case, it means greatest of all times. Where does God fit into all of this? The history of mankind has been rife with powerful men and women who have risen to prominence in various fields of endeavor. Many people have sought to be the greatest of all times in the wide sense of the world, and in the process, they have gained notoriety. But after some time, someone else comes on the world stage and takes that position. We have seen Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, Napoleon Bonaparte, Gandhi, Adolf Hitler, just to name a few. There are some contemporary leaders who make a strong case to be added to the list. But who is the greatest of all times, and how do we arrive at that conclusion? God seems to be our front-runner. Let us look at our text more closely. Every great human being is associated with a nation or group of nations. There have been great leaders of empires, great leaders of nations, great leaders of nation groups, but no one has successfully been leader of the world. The text tells us that God is very powerful. Today, there are approximately 195 countries in the world, and Africa, Asia, and Europe together account for 75% of those nations. And among those countries, there are some powerful ones in terms of economics and academics and military power. But the text says that all the nations, all 195 nations, plus those that are not part of the official list, when you put them all together, they are like a drop in the bucket for God. God seems to be so large that all of the nations of the world are regarded as dust on a scale. Nobody weighs dust. We weigh substantial items, and the dust from these items is regarded as residue and not important. Well, all of the nations of the world are so small in God's sight that together they are like dust. It is clear that God is by far the most outstanding ruler and a strong contender for the title of greatest of all times. But let us add some more data to the evaluation. Later in this passage, the writer says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? 
Has it never been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to naught and he reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted, no sooner are they sown, no sooner do they take root in the ground than he blows on them and they wither and a whirlwind sweeps them away like chaff. This writer is taking a logical approach to establish God's claim for the title of greatest of all times. So this great God who sees all the nations of the world as dust on a scale, he comes to the table with some even more outstanding features. He is so large that from the time the earth was created by himself, he sits above the earth. This means that the earth is really less powerful than him because he sits above it. He regards all nearly 8 billion people in the world as grasshoppers. Imagine that as significant as we think we are, God says we are like grasshoppers, which means that we are nothing compared to him in size. Watch what happens with the world leaders and God. They are not even equals to sit at the same table with God because God sees the most powerful leaders now or in the past as nothing really. Don't be confused in thinking that God disregards people. Rather, when you compare our top leaders with God, they are nothing. They don't even belong in the same category. God is so powerful that he allows leaders to come and allow leaders to go. So here is a world to a powerful leader. Don't let the power get to your head and certainly do not claim to be the greatest of all times because there is one bigger and larger and more powerful than you. He is so powerful that he allowed you to be where you are today and by his power, he can remove you from the seat of power or from the world itself. God is so powerful that mere mortals who try to be exalted or seek to be exalted are delusional because there is a power bigger than the most powerful. The writer of the text has made a strong case, and it cannot be denied. God is the greatest and the best. He rules over all the earth and has been in that position from before the earth was created. The world is advised that we need to worship God. We need to serve God. We need to humble ourselves under the might and power of God. He is the greatest and the best.